Hi, everybody. Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a podcast about everything you ever loved and were afraid to talk about. I'm your host, Ann Kern. And I'm also your host, Emily Cardamus. This is the first episode of this thing that we're doing, and that's fun. And since this was your concept, why don't you kind of give the the spiel? Yeah, so the idea is that every episode we're going to bring in a different special guest, and we're going to talk to them about something from their secret dragon horde of favorite things that they're super passionate about, but never discuss. Yeah, yeah, I think we really want to focus on sort of bringing a positive light to the, the things, the subjects, movies, anything, you know, pop culture or not, or just special interest, and show off you know, people being excited about the things that they love and and how, you know, how delightful that is. Even when we don't know what they're talking about or, you know, maybe even you don't know what they're talking about, like in specifics, just like appreciating that kind of enthusiasm that people can have for their interests. Yeah, and that's really the the whole concept. A lot of it comes from just even the title that we want to turn guilty pleasures into something that or is not so guilty that you can talk about and that you should talk about because frankly we need more passion passion is good for you and so that's what we're doing here today and for the foreseeable future (laughs) until the medium of podcasts is engulfed by the sun Um. (laughs) until the heat death of the universe in front of these microphones (laughs) yeah and our our first our first guest is a friend of yours a a new person to me your friend alex who's gonna talk to us in this interview about about cosplay and here we go Yeah, so so we're not we don't have like an intro prepared that we're gonna so you're you're our guinea pig basically. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, we're inhumanely experimenting on you to see like how how does it go and then and then to sort of feel out how we want to do the the fancier parts that are gonna go around it. Okay. Um, which is why we're saying like it's really important that it that it just stay casual. So I think maybe what we'll do is just one of us can ask you. Which is probably me because I don't I don't know you. So I was gonna say okay, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I sort of know you online, but we know that that doesn't necessarily reflect. <laughs> so so yeah, I think just introduce yourself by name, and then why don't you give me like what's your your elevator pitch for who you are and what you do? Okay. Well, my name is Alex. I live in Northeast Ohio. Um, and I am a jack of all trades. Uh, I focus primarily in graphic design and illustration, um, but I also cosplay a little bit on the side, uh, which kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, so we asked you in advance, or Emily asked you specifically, mm-hmm. to talk about something that you you feel like is a really important part of your life or something that's really influenced you, but that you haven't really talked about in a public sense. Right. So, Let's let's pretend that both of us are geeks and we know what cosplay is. If you were on a bus with somebody and somehow it came up and they had no idea, how would you explain to them what cosplay is? Um, well, cosplay is shorthand for costume play. Um, so I, I think that there's a little bit of an advantage with Comic-Cons becoming really popular nowadays. And I kind of use that to sort of segue into what cosplay is. Um, so really in a nutshell it's just people taking time to either you know put together these costumes or sometimes actually people will buy these costumes online and uh, go to these conventions and really just walk around and interact with other cosplayers and you know people who are fans of whatever media that they're cosplaying from uh 
It's just, it's a grand old time. <laughs> so can you talk about, like, how, how were you introduced to cosplay? So my introduction to cosplay was way back, gosh, I must have been about, like, 14 or 15 years old. And I had a friend at the time whose mom would make her these cosplays from anime that she really liked to watch. And uh, she was going to these anime conventions, and, like, I was really super interested into it, but... Uh, you know, being that age, you are so afraid of literally everybody and what they think of you. So I never really actually started cosplaying until I was probably about 17 years old. Um, for reference, I'm going to be 24 soon. So that's about six or seven years I've been cosplaying mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Were you making uh, your costumes right off the bat or were you kind of cobbling together things at first? I just don't quite remember. For for context, I guess, for the <laughs> listener, um, Alex and I have been friends for a while. So some <laughs> of this is me going like, hmm, like I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't get too much down. Like, let's reminisce about high school. But, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, do you remember <laughs> your first, your very first costume? Do you know what it was? Yes. Um, Um, So, Emily, to answer your question, no, I did not start making my costumes right off the bat. Um, The first costume that I put together was Aradia Nigito from Homestuck. Um, And it was just like her, gosh, I can't, I don't even want to talk about, like, (laughs) (laughs) the specifics of, like, basically, uh, it was just like her normal costume. Uh, Mm. The character takes many different forms throughout the comic, which that's what Homestuck is. I don't know. I, I don't want to explain whole stuff too much. I'm just going <laughs> to... That's, we're, a, that's we're, a whole other podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just going to go over that one. Um, but the first costume that I made was shortly after that, and that was uh, a different costume of hers. That was her god-tier form. And actually, I really didn't even start fully making entire costumes until way after that, like a couple years later. Like, mm. I would make half of it. Like, I would make, like, one part I knew I could make, and then, like, if I knew I could buy the pants or the shoes or, you know a shirt at a thrift store, I would just do that instead. Do you remember what it was like the first time? So you got your very first costume and you had been, you'd wanted to try it, but you were nervous about trying it. And you go, you go through the doors the first time at a convention in a costume. Did you, did you start, was that your first time at a con or did you take photos at home or something first Um, of your first costume? So I had actually gone to conventions. I went to one convention before I actually started Mm -hmm. cosplaying. And I I should say that going to that convention really helped me uh, sort of dive into it because I saw a bunch of other... It it was literally just like, I saw everybody else doing it, so now I want to do it. Uh, Which is so simple, but it really helped. Um, But, like, walking in, like... Uh, I was just like so it was like what overwhelmed in a good way it was like oh my god look at all of these like there's a character from that show that I love and there's a character from this show that I love and like I absolutely did take pictures I I was just like so happy to like pose with people uh, especially if they were cosplaying from like the same thing I was cosplaying from like that was (laughs) probably like one of my favorite early memories of like starting out in cosplay. I was going to say you um you were you did that cosplay that Aradia cosplay sort of at the height of when a lot of people who were cosplaying were doing you know like it was becoming very popular to cosplay yeah. from Homestuck do you think that the popularity of the thing that you were cosplaying from affected how you sort of progressed in in wanting to decide what cosplays you want to do or becoming more comfortable with uh, cosplaying in general? Yes, absolutely. Um, there are definitely times where I would specifically 
specifically pick characters to cosplay from because I knew it was popular at the time and I knew that people would recognize me. Um, now that I've been doing it for a little bit longer, I realize I don't really care about that as much. I just want to put together a costume that I'm proud of. So obviously you, you kind of had this sort of progression of you were buying pieces of cosplays and, and, and or making parts and then buying other parts. Where in that sort of progression of you deciding to do cosplays and, and becoming, you know, more skilled in what you were doing, where would you say it became from sort of in a, a casual interest that you had to something that was really was really permeating sort of your life and, and becoming like sort of a, a, a really big part of you. I like, there was a time where uh, I didn't have a lot of confidence in my technical skill and I kind of faltered a little bit in it. And uh, I remembering like how I felt when I first, like just unbashedly loving something, like trying to remember that feeling when you're kind of, not in a good emotional place is really hard, but trying to remember that feeling of like, listen, you love doing this. You enjoy it when you're at the convention actually doing it. And um, I think I actually started taking on like way more complex costumes because of that. Like literally just last year, I started just saying, screw it. I'm just going to make what I want to make. I don't care how hard it is, but I know that I believe in myself enough to make it. So what, what was it that, that made you doubt? Were you, were you worried just for yourself that you were going to fail? Were you worried that people might make fun of you or that you might not get as many photos? Like what, when you're, when you're sitting working on a costume and you, you get to that point where you want to stop, what, what happens at that point? What are you thinking about? I've definitely been at that point before, especially and like to anybody listening, like who's like, oh, yeah, like I kind of want to start doing that. It's really hard in the beginning <laughs> because that's going to cross your mind a lot. And it did a lot for me. There were definitely some costumes where I just gave up and just threw it away. Just I didn't care how much money I spent on it. Um, it it's 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 kind of like a two like it's it's on both sides, like people who do cosplay and people who don't cosplay. You're afraid that you're going to get judged by the people who do cosplay because like it gets really high stakes sometimes. Like there are people who do this professionally for a career mm -hmm. and like you're kind of in there saying like, hey, I like doing this too. And you don't know if they're going to come at you and judge you really hard for your inexperience, which is a cruddy thing to do, I should mention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, um, I never like until just recently, I never told people that I did this. Um, because again, it goes back to like, when I was a kid first starting doing this, like, uh, people are judgmental of what they don't understand or of what they're not used to. So I was just afraid that like, right off the bat, people were going to be like, Oh, like, she dresses up when it's not Halloween. That's <laughs> weird. Would you say that or because I obviously like this is something that you've shared? Um, on things like Twitter and Instagram a lot. And, and I think you've mentioned, you've mentioned to me in, in previous conversations that in, in certain spheres, you're starting to share that more like outside of just sort of quote unquote, the internet, what was the sort of impetus of you deciding to, or, or making that choice of, Hey, this is a thing that I am more comfortable, you know, showing people now. I would say that it's because I was finally proud of what I was doing. Like, I was proud of the work I was making. I stopped caring about uh, people knowing, quote unquote, what I was cosplaying from. Mm -hmm. uh, because, like, 
it, it, it people kind of don't care about it either way. Like if you like, if they're asking like, oh, what do you like my coworkers, for example, I've been talking more to people at work about, you know, what I do as a hobby. And, uh, one side of the sphere is like, oh, wow, that's really cool that you do that. Like, one of my coworkers actually said it was nerdier of me that I played D&D than uh, <laughs> cosplaying, which was like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, the other half of it is like, whenever they do ask, like, oh, what are you cosplaying from? Like, uh, I'm cosplaying from a video game. And then they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then they just move on. Like, I, right. I realize people care a lot less about what I care way more about. You know, do you think that it's that it's helped at all that cosplay in particular has has gone? I mean, mainstream is an is an overstatement, but I think that there are a lot more people cosplaying now and there are more people who do it professionally and that that may have raised some of the public awareness that in coverage of comics conventions in, in town or whatever, that the cosplay is such a big focus. Do you think that that's helped the average person have a handle on it and not think it's, you know, quite as odd? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, actually, like, kind of, like, a weird thing that's been... I wouldn't say it's weird. I think it's wonderful. But, like, people that I went to high school with, like, I see... Like, I never knew that they were into this kind of stuff. Like, the mm-hmm. same sort of... Not even just, like, manga and anime, which is really what I focus more on whenever I cosplay. But, you know, there's also, like, the comics and, like, uh, like movies kind of other side of the sphere. Mm-hmm. That's kind of more, like, mm-hmm. Comic-Con covers um but i see some of the people i went to high school with going to these conventions and making their own cosplays and i'm like i don't know why i was so worried like and the end of the day we're all a bunch of nerds like that's what makes it so fun (laughs) can you talk about a moment where sort of you know you said that sort of the progression of your skill is something that has allowed you to become more confident in embracing this interest that you have can you talk about a moment where you sort of felt that falter or, or maybe where the sort of the, the the sort of guilt of this, I hate to use the word shameful, but this, that this interest, like you felt like, Oh, I can't tell anyone about this. Like, you know, or, or I guess a moment where it seemed less, more negative than positive. Um, I like definitely like whenever I'm buying stuff for this, because uh, it's not a cheap hobby at mm-hmm. all. Uh, people will argue like it's cheaper to buy it. You know, if you if you buy the costume already made because you know you're saving time on it. People say it's cheaper to buy the fabric and make it yourself, but you're putting a lot of time into it. I do the latter and I make most of my cosplays. And so mm-hmm. when I'm standing in line at Joanne's spending. Lord knows how much. I'm like, people are going to judge me so hard for how much money I spend on this hobby. But then it's just like, no, stop thinking about it like that. Like, you enjoy doing this, you know? Like, who cares if I'm having fun with it? Which which are the moments that, that stand out for you the most where sort of the flip side of that question. Yeah. So that's the, the when you, when you you're, you're hand over your coupons and you hope it's going to bring the price down and then you see yeah. that total and you think, oh, what am I doing? But what's the... <laughs> What's the opposite of that moment? Like, do you have a, is it while you're making the costume? Is it when you're wearing it? Is it a little bit of both where you think, oh yeah, this was totally worth it? Uh, Definitely like, uh, cause I pattern out most of my cosplays. I don't buy patterns online. That's because Mm -hmm. when I first started cosplaying, there weren't a lot of resources for uh, cosplaying online. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, screw it. I'll make my own patterns. Um, So having like a pattern actually come together and like, see it actually physically manifested in front of me as it as I planned it in my head is super satisfying but my favorite part of cosplaying at all totally in general is 
when I'm walking around a convention, people will notice me if they are a fan of whatever series I'm cosplaying from, but I love it when people Mm -hmm. who have no clue what I'm cosplaying (laughs) from come up to me and get my picture. Like, I was at KatsuCon, which is probably one of the biggest anime conventions on the East Coast. It's in uh, National Harbor, Maryland. Beautiful, beautiful convention center. Like, it's a big deal. And some people will just walk around and, like, people watch and, like, see all the cool costumes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, me and my friends, we were in, like, these matching wedding gown themed costumes from mm-hmm. Love Live School Idol Festival as a uh, anime and also a phone app game. And this little girl comes running up to us. A uh, little six-year-old girl by herself in a convention. We're all just like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we kind of like, we like she, she comes up and she starts talking at us and she is so, she's going so fast. She's like, I love princesses so much. Princesses are my favorite things ever in the world. <laughs> and we're like... Uh, and like her mom runs up and she's like, you can't run away from me like that. You scared the crap out of me. And she's like, mom, I wanted a picture with the princesses. Take, take my picture with the princesses. And I'm like, when kids come up to me and they want my picture, they don't know who I'm, what I'm from, but they want my picture because I look nice. And oh, that's my favorite part. It's so satisfying. Or, like, old people. Like, I've had, like, parents wheel their parents in a wheelchair up to me and, like, can we get your picture? I'm like, sure. <laughs> cool. Okay. So so your your interactions with uh, muggles, I guess, have been, pretty, have been pretty positive overall. Have you had anyone, you know, you're in an elevator with somebody and they, they think you guys are weirdos. Have you had any bad interactions with people? Um. Well, it's funny that you say that, like, in elevators because at anime cons, like, uh, I'll give OhioCon as an example, which is a more local convention to me. Um, it's in Columbus mm-hmm. in, uh, I think they have it either in January or February. Usually whenever there's an anime convention going on, there's also another convention. So I've had, <laughs> uh, there's been like, uh, like beauty pageants, like, like for kids, like the little kid pageants. Um, I think one year there was a beer festival. There was a cat festival and sometimes it's just like regular business conventions so there are absolutely Mm -hmm. times where like and elevators at conventions get packed because there's just so many attendees taking the elevator there have been times where i've been standing in an elevator in my full you know anime as hell costume next to a businessman but usually (laughs) they're pretty like like curious about what this all is where it gets negative is if, like, you're being really rowdy, and I try not to be, because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not the only person here. I try to be respectful of other people in the same convention center as us, but, like, for the most part, uh, people are pretty chill about it. That's cool. I, I was gonna say, I think even, um, because MatsuriCon, we went to MatsuriCon together a yes. couple years ago, and I believe at the same time there was, like, some sort of Bible study oh my God, yeah, convention right. happening, and that was also the year we both did a, a sort of casual, uh, low-effort cosplay as um, Ninja Sex Party. Oh my God, that's right! <laughs> <laughs> um, which, granted, for, for some context, involved Alex just kind of wearing a, a silk kimono, <laughs> And me in an entire ninja costume with like the the face mask thing and everything with my glasses. And you were flipping people off. You were giving people the finger because that's the character. Yeah, like we're trying to like stay in character. That was definitely an experience. (laughs) Even then, it wasn't quite uh, tenuous in any way. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. So do so you like to be in character when you're in costume? 
Um, it's sometimes if people ask for it, like I have cosplayed as uh, Yurarika, Yurarika Ochako from My Hero Academia. And mm-hmm. um, I usually like don't role play off the bat. Like if people are like, oh, can you pose like this? Like she does a pose like this in the manga, yeah. then I'll do that. Um, at conventions, I don't know if they're as popular now. They were really in its heyday during the Homestuck period um, where like there would be panels and, like, there would be a cosplayer for each character in the media, or in, in the, mm-hmm. I guess, an example in the comic. Um, and then, like, it would basically be, like, a mock Q&A session, so like, you could go up and, quote-unquote, ask the character anything. Um, oh, interesting. So th- those are really good opportunities for, like, if you're really good at role-playing, but I am not. <laughs> uh, I should also mention that, like, there's, like, a good percentage, like, maybe, like, half the time, like, I'm drinking or, like, having a drink, and it's, like, if you're going to come up to me and ask me to role-play, like, uh, it's kind of a coin toss how good it's going to be. <laughs> uh. You mentioned you mentioned before um, a lot about how the the sort of build of the project is is where you get a lot of the joy from because it's it's and and seeing your technical skill grow is there a certain part of that like like if if you could drill down and say like what part of the process is is maybe not the most satisfying but just like very you know exciting about it like is it the planning is it the patterning is it when it all comes together like like that sort of thing i would say definitely the part where because there's a lot of like uh like for example i do a lot of like idol cosplays which are very pretty and like i usually try to pick out really pretty fabrics for it like if it can be glittery it's gonna be glittery I, (laughs) i go all out but there's a lot of like underneath planning to it like making petticoats and patterning out things a million times um but when it comes to like okay all that hard stuff is done now i can just work with this gorgeous gorgeous fabric that i picked out or like for example the one that i'm, I'm actually working on a cosplay right now for colossal con which is a convention in sandusky in uh the first week of june um mm-hmm. the character has like this big sparkly red bow that's attached to this tailcoat that she's wearing and i cannot wait to make that because it's gonna be so pretty i'm very easily infatuated by glitter there are some people that are like that can't stand it it makes a mess i'm like i don't care i have a vacuum i like i want to have fun with it do you do you often pick the costumes that you're gonna make on the basis of the design do you think it's weighted more heavily towards that or towards this being a character that you love or is it really kind of 50 50 um it 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 does kind of get split down the middle so uh i really only go to like a handful of conventions a year i would probably say like at the absolute most i go to three conventions um so there's a lot of time like there's really one in the wintertime that I go to and then one in the summertime. So that gives enough time for planning in between. Uh, so what I try to think really hard about is, is this a costume that I can plausibly make, you know, within a, for example, month period? Like I try to give myself a month to make a cosplay from, you know, patterning all the way to finish. Um, so they're like, what's nice about some of the, uh, like, the school idol cosplays that I like to make is that uh, they come with, like, a lot of different costumes. So, like, I can pick a character that I like and then just mm-hmm. find a costume that's reasonable. But let's say, for example, I, I guess a costume that I've really been putting off for a while would be uh, Princess Toadstool from the Super Mario series. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be an amazing costume to make, but I also kind of understand I'm, like, I'm not quite there yet. Like, I, I just need to, like, work out the kinks a little bit more before I dive into that. 
Now I know I know you've done you you've kind of done a pretty wide range in terms of both builds and I know like you've you've bought pieces before. Um I don't know have you bought full cosplays before or do you kind of try to keep more towards just uh building everything yourself? I used to just build everything myself. I I used to just build one costume for a convention just because that's Mm -hmm. what I could afford. Um, Nowadays, because I have uh, lots of other friends in the cosplay community that like to do groups. Um, Those are really popular. So, for example, at KatsuCon, um, I was in a Puede Magi Magica Magica. Oh my god, that's a mouthful. Um, (laughs) I was in a cosplay group for that. Um, And I knew that, like, I didn't want to make it and it was a very easy costume to buy i bought Mm -hmm. uh homura akemi's cosplay which she's the character with like the long black hair and like the purple skirt and like that anime's been out for so long that like it was very easy for me to just buy a costume and just be like okay cool like i got that taken care of does buying it versus making it change anything for you uh not really like there are some people who get uh kind of elitist about it they think that it's lesser of you as a cosplayer to buy a costume instead of make it, which I think is so ridiculous because not Mm -hmm. everybody has the time or money to make a cosplay. And I mean, I have been sewing my cosplays probably since I was about, yeah, 17 years old. Um, So I have a couple years of experience like underneath my belt when it comes to sewing. I'm nowhere near a professional. Like I just started doing things like surging my seams and uh you know ironing out cost like ironing out fabric before you use it which is like (laughs) pretty pretty uh, I should have been doing that earlier Uh, (laughs) but I I just I don't understand why some people are like well if you can't make your cosplay then why are you cosplaying in general like god that's just so it's such a shitty way to think of it and I think that's what I think that's what makes it harder for some people to break into cosplay, honestly. Um, there's definitely some backlash in the community itself. It, it, it kind of gets to be like a Mean Girls kind of thing, where it's a, it's a little clicky. And I, I, try to, I try to be as like welcoming and opening as possible. Like, talk to me about anything. You have questions, you ask me. Like, I will help you as much as I can because I have been there before where... I haven't had any resources and it sucks when you feel lost. Yeah. I mean, I think we came into this sort of with the premise that, you know, maybe, maybe cosplay was something that you, you kept from other people potentially, but that once you were within the community that it was accepting and it, and it, that may not actually be completely true. Like, was this something that, do you feel like getting into cosplay, like getting over that, that barrier of thinking about it? to doing it do, do you think that the community played any role in that positive or negative like other people other cosplayers that you encountered that made you feel more or less welcome i think that um i've been really lucky with just the friends that i've made um or like the friends that i have like started getting to cosplay like as i did so it was nice that we mm-hmm. kind of got to learn together i got to meet some cosplayers that i really really admire and they're just totally cool people and that super helped but there have been some people where um i guess i haven't met too many uh i guess you would say professional cosplayers just because i started going to uh, very high volume conventions uh you know recently but there are definitely some people that i've tried to like reach out and just say like hey i really appreciate your work like that's awesome and then just kind of get like a very like oh thanks like a very mundane answer and i'm like 
well, you know what, if that's like the worst of it, then that's not so bad. But I mean, Mm -hmm. all right, (laughs) I I can take a hint. (laughs) (laughs) Has has the community been important to you? You know, you said that were these people that you were friends with before that you all started cosplaying together? Did you have you met anybody through cosplay that that you've you've kept doing it because you have this sense of community and these other people saying, hey, why don't you join this group? Or why don't you cosplay this person? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, again, some of the friends, some of my friends I've been friends with for a long, long time. Like we again, we all started I I wouldn't say I was like the quote unquote catalyst because that sounds so self-centered. Like I just I really do think that we all just got into this at the same time. Um, But there are definitely some friends that I've made uh, through the cosplay community that I love so like dear to my heart and uh, especially gets to a point where like you know a new design will come out for a character we like and we'll both just like message each other like oh my god I have to make this right away will you be in this group with me and like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of like that it's kind of like that high of like yes let's do this and then it gets closer to like the actual deadline and it's like can we still actually do this <laughs> can you talk about a moment where um sort of through this community that you've built, both out of people that you already knew and, and people that you've met that sort of, you know, I think everyone always, even when you start to become more comfortable with something, you are always going to hit those bumps, you know, whether it's like, I don't know if I'm skilled enough to to make this costume or or what have you. Can you, can you talk about a moment where the people that you knew sort of either help support you or help you through that and or how it helped in some way? I definitely uh, get a case of the bad brain where it's just like, I don't think I can make this. Like, I'm not, it's not a character that I can, you know, cosplay well. Like, there's definitely some people who think that, like, if you don't have the right facial structure or, like, God, even to say, like, the right skin tone, the right weight, whatever, you shouldn't cosplay a character. Again, the latter Mm -hmm. doesn't affect me. Um, But it, it... having friends that just say like fuck that like you do what you want to do and I've, I've definitely been that friend before as well like I've definitely you know have heard people say like I don't feel comfortable cosplaying this because I don't look exactly like this character and I'm like you that's not relevant like what's most important is and I've been told this before like just putting your heart into it having fun with it just enjoying the moment that's what's most important everything else is secondary you don't listen to those who try to tell you that you can't do what you want to do has that helped you in your your normal life outside of cosplay confronting that kind of stuff i guess i've never really uh thought about it that way um maybe so because i feel like i've gotten weirdly enough i've gotten better with like talking to talking with people about it um because, mm-hmm. you know, people try to throw me sometimes and ask, like, weird questions about it, you know, or, like, just kind of, like, I try to be uh, delicate whenever I talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's really only just recently that I felt less guilty about this and have taken more pleasure into it. Um, but some people cut right to the meat and they'll be like, oh, you're a cosplayer. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I own it. <laughs> like, I have a lot of fun with it. What's so bad about that? Actually, uh, here, here's something. What is, because I know you've done um, a bunch of different types of photo shoots. You've done sort of big group ones. You've done ones where it's just you and a photographer. Um, you did, were able to get, you know, f- photographs uh, in the elusive Katsukan gazebo. Oh my uh, god, gazebo. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was your, um, 
what was your what's what was your favorite sort of because because you said this that's something about uh about the experience of cosplaying that you really enjoy what's sort of been your favorite photo experience um in general i just love shooting with uh mariah mariah is uh, a dear friend of mine I love her to death. Um, She's also a professional photographer. Um, Another friend of mine that I have met kind of, kind of through friend. And then like we have grown closer as friends through cosplay. Um, But she does most of my photography shoots. Um, If you look her up on Facebook, uh, she's Celesta Fox photography. I don't know if that would be more familiar, Um, but Mm -hmm. Mariah is like so good at doing like one-on-one shoots with, with me at least, because I don't know how to pose (laughs) Um, but Mariah has done like wedding photography and like uh portrait photography and stuff like that so she'll just be she'll put her hand up in the air and she'll be like look at my hand now follow it hold it and like take my picture she's like you look amazing babe (laughs) it's just yeah I think that's that may be something that people don't think about too much with cosplay that there's potentially this sort of modeling aspect of it that that people may be more or less comfortable with Oh yeah, um, yeah. So so it makes a huge difference, right? That who who's photo- who's photographing you? Oh yeah, and how much you trust them? I have photo- I photograph the people who have been just like, all right, what's your plan? I'm like, I don't know. You're the photographer, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've kind of cobbled together that way. But being with somebody who like just knows what they're doing right off the bat and you know that they're good at it, like it makes me feel more confident in myself when it comes to modeling because. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to flip the coin a little bit, sometimes people will ask your picture, like when you're out on the floor and you just kind of have to pose on the spot. So there are definitely like, if if I'm cosplaying a character, I also take into consideration, like, how am I going to pose that's in character for this character? And so I come, mm-hmm. I, I couple up with like a few poses, but like, that's nothing that like, is too extraordinary. It, it's good if I'm just doing like a three second shot, you know, somebody on the floor. They'll be like, okay, thank you, bye. Versus, like, an hour-long photo shoot where I've got to do, like, you know, location. Like, am I going to be, for example, the gazebo? Like, Mariah had me pose in the gazebo, you know, had me... I I was cosplaying a very graceful character, um, Kaede Mm -hmm. Takagaki from... Idol Master Cinderella Girls. So she had me do some really, like, graceful poses. She had me, like... There are, like, these three windows in the gazebo. She had me, like, sit on them. She had me, like, lean out of them. Like, uh, working with somebody who's, like, so creative... Right off the bat, I might add, like, I asked her, like, the night before, I'm like, hey, it's going to be slow Sunday night. Would you want to, would you be able to take my pictures in the gazebo? She's like, all right. Like, somebody who could kind of roll with it is a blessing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't appreciate it more. So what's your primary goal when you, like, if you, if you book a photographer for a photo shoot, I mean, obviously you're not just doing that to document a costume because you could take photos on a mannequin or you could take a selfie in a mirror or something like that. So when you decide you want to do a photo shoot, what's your sort of ultimate goal of what you get out of the experience? And then what, what do you do with the photos afterwards? I just want to feel good about myself. <laughs> um, that, that is not a bad thing at all, but I just want to, no. I want to see if I captured the character, you know, and I haven't done anything with these photos. Like I, I share them on social media. Um, you know, I make sure to like, you know, credit photographers, stuff like that. It's really funny when I write, like, I'll share a bunch of pictures on Instagram and Twitter, like just explode, Mm. like all over those two mediums, like, look at all this. And then six months after the convention, I'll be like, okay, I think I can post one picture on Facebook and be cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) Just because um, 
Facebook is like friends, work friends, family. It's like, I feel like I'm treading different waters there. I'm like, mm-hmm. how, how out and about can I be with this without people thinking I'm weird? Which again, is like, I still fight with that all the time. I, I just, I'm trying to get better with it. Like I finally made a Facebook page. I, I still don't plug it though. <laughs> like I just, I have it, but I don't use it. Why, why do you feel differently? Do you think about showing it to your friends instead of strangers? Because the strangers could be judgmental. I mean, your, your, your aunt or whoever is probably in the long run, even if you're wearing a weird outfit, is probably going to be less judgmental of you and more supportive than uh, random stranger number 251 on the internet who, who may choose to come at you for no reason. So what, what do you think stops you that makes it feel different when it's people that you actually know? Um, I think that like, so for example, like I have an Instagram pretty much only for cosplay. I don't plug most of my graphic designer illustration work on Instagram. I use Twitter for that. Um, but like putting it on Facebook, uh, with people who are like, I guess like friend is like a quote unquote term because like, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody's friends on Facebook. That's the term. But like, these are some people that like, you know, I work with, but I don't really talk with them that much. Or Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, we went to high school together, but I don't really talk to you that much anymore. So it's like, it's like that kind of almost dangerous threshold of like, I kind of know you. Do you really want to know this much more about me? (laughs) You know? Like we, I, we've met one time at an event and now we are connected via you know <laughs> social media. Do we want this exchange to occur sort of deal? Is this going to be too much information? Or am I going to be too forward about this? You know, I, I, I'm again, I'm still trying to build up that confidence of just like, look at this. Like, isn't this cool that I can do this? <laughs> do, do you think that there are any advantages of, of not sharing it super widely? Do, do you, do you get anything out of it feeling kind of like a secret identity a little bit in some parts of your life that people don't know? Uh, I've had people like, uh, for example, coworkers who have like, you know, talked with me about it afterward. They're just like, I had no idea that you could do that. It's like a, it's like a, literally, I think one of my coworkers used the term like, like secret identity or something like that. It just made me feel like, like, ha <laughs> It does feel like that a little bit. Like, it's, it's a little funny, but uh, it just sh- it just goes to show like how much I present myself in person versus how much I present myself online. Like it's so crazy that mm-hmm. like that's kind of like how our day and age is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do you find yourself um, now that you're getting more comfortable? You know, obviously you're still taking steps, and and you you're not quite of sort of quote unquote, you know, all there yet, um, with sharing this, you know, on Facebook with, you know, more people in sort of quote unquote normal life, is that changing your relationship to, to cosplay at all? Or is it still kind of the same? I think it's helping me give myself higher expectations, you know, like it's, this is always the thought that I have with pretty much any creative medium I do, whether it be illustration, graphic design, cosplay, what have you, um, People who aren't familiar with my craft will see it and just be like, oh my God, you're so talented. And there's that voice in the back of my head that's just like, well, you don't know like the intricacies of it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't know that this scene right here ripped when I was wearing it. You don't know that <laughs> I'm actually Calvin balling this so hard. Like, um, but I see these people and they like, one of my coworkers called me like Vera Wang or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, but like, you don't even know that I just put this stuff together in my, in my office space, in my apartment. Like I sew until like two in the morning. Um, like I, I kind of just cobble all this together, but it makes me want to have 
Like, that's, like, they, they see me at that high esteem. Like, I want to meet that now. Like, that's the goal, if hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting effect. Do you worry that that could almost put too much pressure on you? Um, that definitely has happened before where, like, uh, people have asked me to make them things that I know are way out of my comfort zone. Um, I only make costumes for myself. I've just recently, like, been okay with, like, making small things, you know, like, can you make me a cake of ruby? <laughs> Don't put me on blast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, somebody, like, people ask me to make, like, like, uh, like dressing gowns, wedding dresses, um, like, would you be able to make this for my daughter's prom? And it's like, no, please, please just buy that from a store. <laughs> like, please, like, understand this is a hobby. And I think that's where it's kind of like, I see it as low stakes, because like, what if it's just like one day I stop? Like, okay, I'm, I, I'm sounding like really cavalier about it. But like, let's just say that, like, you know, I peter out of it. It's not like I'm gonna be out of a career. You know, it's mm-hmm. just something that I really, it's a nice thing to do when I have, you know, artistic burnout. When I, when I get burned out from doing design or illustration work, like it's nice to sort of refresh my palette by working on cosplay. And then, you know, when I'm done with that project, I just feel rejuvenated enough to flip back and, you know, man, I got an idea for this project, this project, and this project, like, oh, I could keep going, that kind of thing. So you're talking about how it's it's helpful to keep it as a hobby and that it's it's helpful for creative burnout but if you had to nutshell what it is about cosplay that keeps you coming back that keeps you doing it that you haven't stopped yet that you've kept trying to work at it and get better what do you think that is i think that it's because i've been getting better like i try nowadays more like earlier we talked about like cosplaying just because like it's a popular character now i'm picking characters with designs that will help me learn so mm-hmm. and i do kind of like a mental list you know like this costume helped me learn how to make a petticoat learn me like let me learn how to use boning had me use interfacing had me style this wig I, I, we've only been really talking about like the sewing aspect of cosplay like there's also wig styling people do prop making um, there's like makeup involved with it. Um, I try to, I, th- I think knowing that I can only get better is what's helping me move forward with this hobby. I want to ask one more question just to wrap everything up. If you, because I, you know, you were in a situation or, or at a place where this was something you kind of were unsure about or felt a little guilty about or um, were a little embarrassed by. And if you ran into someone now who is in that same position that you were, what would you tell them in order to sort of help them become more comfortable with it and really embrace it? I would tell them that I believe in them. I don't I don't know if anybody really told me that they believed in me when I was working or first starting out, but I believe that if you dedicate yourself to it, you can do anything. So even if you don't believe in yourself, I believe in you, you know, and if that's the step that you need, then I will be that step for you. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> that is, that's good. That's so nice. Um, uh, and now, now we have to very like callously tell, ask you to plug your, your yeah. social media. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, well, well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for, um, coming on and for sharing this with us. Cause, uh, 
you know, even though, I mean, even for me, like, like we know each other, we've known each other for so long, but, you know, listening to you talk about this thing that you love so much is, was really a delight. So thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, um, do you want to sort of your social media, any projects you're working on? Where can people find your work? Uh, whatever you want to, you want to plug. All right. Time to plug in all these outlets. Um, so I have a Twitter account. Um, I'm pretty, that, that I would say that's what I'm most active on. And my Twitter account is a smorgasbord of everything. My thoughts, my illustration, my cosplay, which uh, the Twitter is at a chew pineapple. That's A T C H O O pineapple, like the fruit. <laughs> Most of my social media is pineapple themed. Sorry, but not sorry. Um, I if if you're just interested in my graphic design and illustration work, I have a separate Twitter for that, which is at Alex Jane Long, and then my Instagram, which is where I post all my process for all my cosplays. So I have um, Instagram has a thing called Stories or like highlights, so you can just choose to add stuff into it. Um, so. I post pretty frequently on my stories what I'm doing with what cosplays I'm working on. So right now, the cosplay that I'm working on for ColossalCon is Now Kamiya, Kamiya, Now Kamiya, whatever, from Idolmaster Cinderella Girls. Um, I'm working on that right now. I actually just finished um, Muriel from Fire Emblem Awakening. All the process for that is on my Instagram, which is the same as my uh, main Twitter account, at Pineapple which, again, is A-T-C-H-O-O, pineapple, like the fruit, because I love pineapples. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much again. Thanks for having me. This was super fun. I was very excited when you asked me about this, and then I, conti- <laughs> I continued to not think about what to talk about for, like, a week until, like, a couple days before where you're like hey, well remember this i was like oh. yeah you also you also agreed before i even could pitch the concept to you you were just like yes absolutely <laughs> so i mean i appreciate your enthusiasm you came at me a couple days ago and you're like alex and i'm like yes i'll make you a kigurumi <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm not even gonna tell you what kigurumi it is because that's putting you too hard on blast but <laughs> i know i know already <laughs> you're not safe i know Emily. all my secrets <laughs> everybody knows well except you dear listeners you don't know but maybe you will Thanks for listening to the first episode of Guilty Treasures. You can follow us on Twitter at TreasuresCast. If you have questions or comments, you can hit us up there or at our email, which is guiltytreasurescast at gmail.com. Or you can reach straight into the past and beep the purple pager that I had in 1998. And if you have a moment, please rate review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really helps the show. And if you liked the show, tell a friend. And if you didn't like the show, tell an enemy, I guess. Until next time. Let the dragon in your heart be happy. Thank you.